0: listening to our podcast hope this finds you well
1: still we don't have we just have a tentative name
0: yeah i haven't really thought much more about that
1: no i haven't put much thought into it
0: uh yeah Eh.
2: it's
1: all right it's it's the content that matters yeah oh who's calling me (laughs) oh it's no it's It's fine it's just your home yeah it's just my mother (laughs) hopefully she never listens to this and hears me say that yeah uh, I, I did actually tell her that we were doing a podcast and she she's just kind of hinting that like, you oh, ha, how how would one access such a thing <laughs> like oh it's it's on the internet <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
0: everybody I've mentioned this to has said that they want to listen to it but I don't know if I want to actually let any of them listen to it mm. because uh, eh, I don't know
1: I actually overheard a conversation on on the street the other day it was um this guy who is i mean i just heard it for like five seconds but i guess he he's a comedian or like an aspiring com- comedian mm-hmm. and he was talking about how he doesn't want his family or friends to see it ever yeah that he, he just wants complete strangers or maybe mild acquaintances
0: yeah to see it yep you know i think that that makes a lot of sense and i think it might make even more sense maybe in the comedy of The context of comedy because I wonder if any of his jokes are about his friends or family yeah you know yeah uh, or even if they aren't you just I think especially when it comes to comedy you see a different side of somebody and uh, I don't know a podcast is a little bit different because you're pretty much presenting to your listeners like your your person you know like the same person that interacts with everybody else right but comedy is a different animal. Yeah, it's different a whole, animal, whole other thing. Yeah.
1: It's often very personal and <laughs> yeah, kind of vulnerable. Right. Like, you're often talking about your own insecurities. Yeah. Which in front of your family and friends could be terrible.
0: And it's definitely, it's very much a craft, which I I mean, maybe for some people podcasting is a craft, but I, I don't think you, we can say that podcasting <laughs> is our craft. Um, no, not yet. Not yet, at least. So, yeah. But... I understand that guy. Yeah. I, I oh yeah, I definitely do from.
1: too. I I've i told some friends about it. They're like, oh yeah, I want to listen, but I, I don't know if anyone has yet yeah. except Dan.
0: But Dan did. Dan Dan listened to it like as soon as he possibly could. Yeah, which is really nice of him. Yeah, But then he cool. came on. So yeah, yeah. He needs to get on this podcast more. Yeah, he does. I really it was good. It I really was a yeah, lot of fun. it was good. He was good, and yeah, and I, I think I think he'd be a great addition or at least you know every yeah, so whenever often.
1: Whenever you can.
0: Whenever you can. Definitely definitely.
1: Um that should be a prerequisite for anyone who comes on the podcast. They have to they have to follow be following us for a while or at least have listened to an episode. <laughs>
0: I think Dan might be <laughs> our only <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> our only guest. Ah. So they know our formula.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can whatever that may be. They understand the vibe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what's going on with you? Uh,
1: Not too much. We had a snow day today. Well, we did. We both still had to work, but...
0: Yeah, there was snow. There was snow.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I'm I'm not thrilled by it.
0: You know, I'm not thrilled by it, but I really like the snow, but I hate having a car in the snow. It makes getting snow like a sad reality right you know yeah, it, as opposed to something that's just kind of pretty and you don't have to doesn't you know you don't have to do anything extra because of uh,
1: yeah it's different in yeah. college where you could just walk to class and you didn't yeah. have to do any shoveling or
0: totally different
1: or, yeah yeah or uh, deal with ice on the roads <laughs> but whatever we, we lived in massachusetts Comes with the territory.
0: Yes, no, it does. And if I had a driveway of my own, and well, even then, you still have to shovel your driveway and like, oh, yeah. heat up your car, and it still sucks. Yep. Snow. Uh.
1: One no, no, of no. my coworkers is telling me about how they just got a snowblower and mm. how it makes it like it, instead of taking an hour and a half, it takes ten minutes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I bet so it, uh, future adult us. We'll snowblowers. To get snowblowers. <laughs> Although yeah. I, I learned when uh, she was telling me about it that part of her driveway is just loose gravel. It's not paved, uh, and you can't use a snowblower because it loose blows gravel. the gravel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it can completely shatter your windows. Oh my god! It's very dangerous. <laughs> wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oof. But one one early snowy morning, I would make the mistake and. I don't know, just fuck up my driveway, yeah. or my car, or myself, even.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's probably yeah. possible. I mean, you could really destroy your car. Just yeah. like, blowing little pieces of rock at your car Yeah, at high speeds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> me. I saw this funny, well, it wasn't very funny, it was kind of sad, but I saw this short video online today of uh, this, this guy shooting, like, some assault rifle, like, at a shooting range, I guess, or, yeah. I, I don't know, out somewhere in the country, um... Like over the, the hood of his truck and he, w- he was shooting it and it was like just grazing the truck and like creating bullet holes in, in, in the truck and then he eventually sees it and his mouth just like his jaw just falls down he looks like oh. shocked <laughs> when the video ends. Yeah. Huh. be like that but with uh, gravel
1: so, another funny car video that i just saw completely different Okay. Well, involving cars. <laughs> yeah. did Did you see? I I shared it on Facebook. It's a video of dogs driving, learning how to drive. It's awesome. It's like one of my favorite videos that I've seen. The yeah. last. Are you a southern month, Southern aunt?
0: I feel like that's a, the kind of, a Southern aunt. I feel like that's the kind of video <laughs> <laughs> an aunt from the south would would share via email chain to all of her yeah maybe. Nieces and nephews. But that's no, you.
1: It's it's actually really cool. Like. They, they have simulations where the dogs are, like, just in a room and they, they're teaching them, like, how to turn the wheel and everything. Really? And, but then they actually go onto a racetrack and they're what? behind the seat of a car and you see the, the dogs turning the wheel no and way. St- starting really? the car. Yeah. Really? They're, they're doing it all themselves and there's just someone on the track telling them, like, turn, turn the wheel, turn the wheel. That sounds fake. Gest- no, it, you see it in the video. Hmm. I'll show you after. Yeah, but it's, it's great. All right. Where do, where would you find this video? Uh, on my Facebook timeline. Where
0: else would you find this video? I I forgot. Someone what the who is just Facebook friends with you.
1: <laughs> You're not like fa- oh, oh like our right. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we we're talking to other people. <laughs> uh, sort of. I forget what it's called. Look, just look up dogs Dog driving, driving. <laughs> or yeah. learning how to drive. Something like that.
0: Yeah, did they go on a racetrack? Or they go on a... Yeah, it's a racetrack. It's
1: a real racetrack? Yes. Well, they're not going high speeds. But they're, they're like really driving. It's not like some to simulation. 5 per hour. No. No, they're really driving. They're going they're... 5
0: to 10 miles an hour? Yeah. Jesus, that's kind of fast yeah. for some animal who doesn't know how to drive and doesn't even understand that it's in a yeah. car, really. But
1: they're, they're wearing seatbelts, and if they veered off the road, it would be fine. Do
0: they have to sit up like a human? Yeah. That's probably really uncomfortable. <laughs> they're... they're
1: Bats aren't designed for that. They look like they enjoy They look it. okay? Yeah. It's actually the whole purpose of it is for animal welfare to uh I don't know what? the message exactly. <laughs> but your dog it, can
0: drive, don't
1: hurt it. Yeah, like dogs yeah. dogs are really smart is the point. And like if you hurt it's like if you uh, treat animal or dogs poorly, you're hurting something that, that is can, actually that very knows. intelligent.
0: You're hurting something that could drive your car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, it's a great message. I don't know if it really comes across in a video about dogs driving. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, no. you just have to watch. It. You'd have to watch it. It's maybe, great. maybe, yeah. I'm sure it's good. <sighs> anyway, what else? What else is up? Uh, Hiroshima, and Nagasaki. <laughs> Are those places up in your life?
1: Yeah, kind of. I see I some mean, notes I, over there. I I spent like an hour just reading Wikipedia pages about it yesterday that's uh, a luxury of having an ipad just it, it's so much easier than on your phone to just like scroll forever oh yeah and, like actually enjoy reading
0: i would uh use my ipad all the time yeah way more often than my computer
1: yeah like, it's it's really unless i had to type something it's like, really nice yeah. yeah typing is a pain but yeah if you really it's want really to type you just get a keyboard right but um yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy i i, I Kind of only had a cursory knowledge of um the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki is it Hiroshima or I think you can say either I think okay but I don't know maybe I'm wrong that that wasn't in the wikipedia I'm pretty sure you could
0: say it either way though yeah yeah well just where you accent
1: I was just reading about them and like the history behind it and what what led up to it like what led to the U.S. decision to do that um and it's it's just fascinating like one of the biggest factors in them choosing those two cities to attack above other cities was just how, how, it, how much it would impact uh, Japanese citizens psychologically. Like, they targeted the cities that would devastate people mentally more than any other cities. Yeah. Um, because it, they, these were cities that were pretty much untouched for the, the rest of the war. Um, and the, like there, there were tons of other cities that were getting firebombed all the time right. in Japan. Right. Um, but these two cities were pretty, pretty safe from all that. Um, and then all of a sudden, they're gone, <laughs> or large portions of them are gone. Um, like one, one hundred fifty to two hundred fifty thousand people were killed like instantly which is crazy and only like 20,000 of those were soldiers Mm -hmm. the rest were civilians Mm -hmm. Um, but what I found really fascinating about it was like just thinking about it without background knowledge it just seems like such a ruthless and terrible thing to do which arguably it still is but if you actually look at what the alternative was it would have been like a US-led invasion of the mainland of Japan and Estimates had had uh, the death tolls in the millions So it actually saved like well, hundreds of thousands of lives
0: Yeah, both if actions would have been pretty ruthless, but yeah, you can make the argument that they were justified I don't know if I would make that argument but
1: well they, they also gave Japan ample chances to to, to surrender beforehand and Japan just wouldn't do it. And then that was why they wanted to have that psychological factor was to like really like uh completely undermine their confidence that they they could win the war. Man. Yeah. I don't
0: know. It's evil though. It's very evil. Yeah. Evil thing to do. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I just, no real defending it.
1: Um there really isn't. But you're also, you're talking about saving millions of lives by doing it by preventing the
0: U.S. from invading
2: the mm-hmm.
0: well, U.S. bombed those cities. The U.S. was making a decision in either situation. They chose a situation that would that led to less less death. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's my point. It it led. Well, to less okay, death.
0: yeah. So it's it's not as bad as killing millions of people.
1: Yeah. But they didn't have an alternative of just saying, "All right, we're we're done with the no. war."
0: No, no, maybe not. I don't know. It's... Yeah.
1: Um, but uh, also, it's they they contemplated bombing Kyoto, which was the old capital of Japan, and Tokyo, which at the time was the new capital. Um, but that, I have a quote from President Truman, which I just thought was interesting. He said, "Even if the Japs." Quote, are savages, ruthless, merciless, and fanatic. We, as the leader of the world for the common welfare, cannot drop that terrible bomb, which I thought was interesting that he called it a terrible bomb before like, they'd even done it, on the old capital or the new. And part of that, uh, why why they didn't want to bomb Kyoto, was that the Secretary of War at the time, which is now Secretary of Defense, he had honeymooned in Kyoto like a few decades before hmm. and just that was that was one of the main deciding factors for why they didn't bomb Kyoto <laughs> just because like this one guy had a personal connection to the city
0: yeah Well. Yeah.
1: dark subject matter and I, I think it's fascinating
0: yeah i, I don't know <laughs> it is fascinating i think it's just absolutely horrific difficult to comprehend Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely terrible, and it set a bad precedent to, to use the bomb. So I, I think you can debate whether the um, short term loss of life, like, if, like, which would have been worse if the US had, had bombed as they did and saved like a million lives, or if they didn't bomb just for that like moral authority just to say like nobody should ever use these bombs Mm -hmm. because like for the next 70 years up until the present day kind of feels like we're hypocrites for telling the rest of the world that they shouldn't use nuclear weapons or or have them
0: right right
2: yeah
1: i don't know Hmm. but now we have a president who doesn't understand why we shouldn't use nuclear weapons
0: yep yeah crazy world crazy man crazy man very crazy man
1: crazy man who doesn't even want intelligence briefings because he's like a smart person
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) mhm yeah
1: well
0: I mean I don't I think that's absolutely absurd but I wonder if it is like every morning they kind of tell you the same the same stuff I wonder if that's true. Probably- or I wonder if he's completely making it up, and it's always really different.
1: He probably doesn't, wouldn't know.
0: He probably wouldn't. I, yeah, I don't know how he would. Maybe somebody mentioned what it's like. Maybe maybe he asked, and Obama gave him a basic... Yeah, like, like, oh, tell you the shit. Same. Yeah. Those, those intelligent <laughs> so briefings boring. are so boring.
1: <laughs> what a waste of time.
0: I mean, yeah, even if... Even if that were the case, it's like it's part of the job, man. Like you campaign for this job, you have it, you have to do the job now. Yeah. You,
1: you, <laughs> you can't weasel your way out of it. No,
0: you. It's just it sets such a ridiculous precedent. It's absolutely absurd. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So even if even if that is the case, it's not a justification at all. Um. Yeah. No. And yeah, if it isn't the case, which is more likely, then. then I don't even know
1: so. it might be the like the same subjects like yeah. maybe every morning yeah. you get a briefing on what's happening in Aleppo right but it's gonna be different
0: apparently, apparently uh I just read and I have no idea if this is actually true I don't know if anybody does but that the war, war in Aleppo is actually over or that the, the battle the battle for Aleppo like very recently
1: it's the, nearing over
0: well apparently uh the uh, rebels pulled out
1: oh I, I just read like half an hour ago that it, they were days or maybe even hours away from losing but it was still oh undetermined okay. well
0: i guess i read something slightly different but... but
1: it's basically a foregone conclusion that the government forces are going to take over within mm-hmm. Aleppo's the biggest city in syria and the last stronghold of the rebels mm-hmm. um yeah it just makes you wonder like what the u.s could have done more yeah. Oh and um or, or whether they should, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else what else is going on? Uh I don't know, I've never said this name out loud. Erdogan? Erdogan. <laughs> how uh, do you say that guy's name? Turkish guy. Oh, yeah. Er- I, I don't know. How Erdo- to say it.
1: Erdogan. Yeah, the prime Erdogan. minister. Erdogan, probably not. Like I think I, he's, I don't a, know. he's the prime minister, right? Or yeah. president. So or prime Well leader. Di-
0: dictator now. Yeah. He uh yeah. What did he what did he just do? It's just gosh, I should have notes myself, but uh, something just came out. Like he just overruled something. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's gonna stay in power, and he's like ah. taking more power. Like basically, he did something <laughs> that uh has turned his administration even more into a dictatorship. Mm. It's like very much it is a dictatorship yeah. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, that's an interesting development.
1: Yeah. I, I saw something recently which ranked the countries with the. Um, worst freedom of press, and Turkey has risen to the top over the past yeah. couple of years because of him. Yep, it's not surprising. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Well, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if the U.S. Will, will make it up that list. I don't think so. Yeah, not, not compared to, to Turkey or no. other parts of the world. I but would the, hope the U.S.
1: But, also know. is not at that bo- at the bottom of that list. <clears throat> oh no, anyway. no no
0: no definitely not, definitely not. Yeah, but I. Can't, it's not going to get any better under Trump.
1: That's no. that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, but speaking of the intelligence briefings, I I actually just read this article about how important they are. Just is an article criticizing Trump at its core, but what it was really saying was that um, there there was one time in history when having those daily intelligence intelligence briefings actually prevented us from nuclear war talking about the mm. Cuban Missile Crisis yeah. um, mm. where JFK like became like really a student of foreign policy and he, all, all of his military advisors were saying like you need to bomb the um, Russian targets in Cuba to prevent them from having a, a missile base but that could um, stoke Stoke's not the right word could cause Russia to retaliate with a nuclear weapon. Mm -hmm. Um, And JFK went against all of his advisors in having a blockade instead of just bombing Cuba. Um, And the only reason that he was able to do that was because of the fact that he was informed because of his daily intelligence briefings. Right, yeah. So if Trump just isn't, if he's just completely relying on his advisors ultimately he's the one who has to make the decision right well and he'll
0: just listen to his advisors I guess and just do what they tell and him to do
1: maybe that is better
0: <laughs> maybe he's just doing this all because he realizes that he's not you know capable or at least doesn't have the experience yeah so but it,
1: in, in cases I don't know in cases where his advisors are divided and yeah. like he really does have to make a decision.
0: Right. No, it's he yeah, the man shouldn't be president. That's <laughs> yeah. the basic underlying fact. Yeah. Um but speaking of Russia, we didn't mention this last time, but uh the CIA has come out and said mm-hmm. that there's evidence, like real evidence that this is in some, some way Russia interfered with the election process. And Trump has come
1: out and said that that he doesn't believe them. Yeah, he said it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. And, um, uh, like, it was, like, now a join, uh, joining of the two parties, in some sense. It was like, Mitch McConnell, who, who are the people? Uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, Mitch did, McConnell
1: yeah. did come out and say something about it. Um, Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, John McCain is the biggest one. I John think.
0: McCain, definitely, yeah. And uh, somebody else. Anyway, but, yeah, so it's, like, you know, not a, not a partisan issue. Yeah. Or at least they're trying to push... Th- the, nor should it the be the story that it isn't yeah no it definitely shouldn't be um it still kind of is though I, I think i think it will be just because the the republican president of the united states is saying that it's like a democrat strategy to yeah i don't, I don't know well, he's kind take of on the an, he's on an
1: island by himself
0: with that that opinion you mean yeah well, yeah, he he and his followers. Yeah, his followers, uh, you that's know, true. And the, his media backers, those, you know, those people are, they're their own subsect of the Republican Party.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did see some tweets about it saying that it was, it was ridiculous. It, it, that it was just another liberal excuse for losing. Yeah.
0: Just, oh, man, it's crazy.
1: But shouldn't everyone take that as an assault on our democracy, like no matter who won or well, what Trump the result was. Trump isn't really
0: is that interested in our democracy. No. He's, I mean,
1: and his supporters aren't
0: either, I guess. It, it would seem everything leads to that conclusion. Yeah. And I don't know. I think, I think it's just part of this break that we're seeing in the Republican Party between Republicans and Trumpians or fascists, as they're generally Jer- called.
1: Are so drastically different. Yes, it's crazy,
0: yeah um, I really do think that you're seeing that split whether or not it'll actually become like a an acknowledged separation that, that'd be interesting or if it'll just fade and they'll be they'll move back into the Republican party or the Republican party will turn into them I don't know um, mm. but I, I would I don't know I think there are there are a bunch of different ways that, that this could go the most interesting, but maybe the well I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if it'd be the worst, but no, the worst would probably be if if Republicans just became like Trump. The second worst thing would probably be if Trump split off, or not Trump, but you know this sort of message and this this right. perspective, political perspective, sort of split from from the Republican Party. I don't think that would actually happen because they wouldn't have any power if they did that. Right. But I don't know. But they it's, might it's such a weird position.
1: They might be forced to if the Republicans kind of traditional Republicans take back their party
0: yeah but if if that does happen I wonder I mean I think that they wouldn't have much power at first but there are a lot of people in this country who still like what Trump is doing and saying and those people aren't really Republicans those people are I I don't really know what they are They're, they're confused I think a lot of them Right. Not to sound all elitist, but I mean, I do think that there's some truth in that. Um, yeah. For, I mean, for at least some, some, some people.
1: It's rooted in, like, real economic concerns. Right. Like, well, yeah. What, what has happened to the country over the last, like, 40 years with um, automation taking precedent. Right. And everyone, like, the old industrial economy completely fading and basically disappearing um and income inequality like which we think of as a liberal issue but i mean the all all trump's most of trump supporters are dealing with that yeah whether they realize it or not
0: yep yep and yet they support a billionaire who seems to have the opinion that the wealthier you are the better you are and the smarter you are yeah
1: Donald Trump, who's, that's where the who's candidate for, for Secretary of State, is the CEO of ExxonMobil.
0: Yeah, although apparently he's he's going to face some serious opposition.
1: Yeah, I, so. I saw... Who was it? I, think it? I think it was John McCain again who said that he had real concerns about um, what's it, Rex Tillerson's yeah. ties to Russia. Oh, is that what it is? Has, I haven't
0: been following that story. Is that why yeah. there's opposition? I wasn't sure.
1: I, I think that's the main reason.
0: Yeah. CEO of ExxonMobil... I mean, sounds like almost a shoe in So I was yeah. surprised to, to read that. So because of ties to Russia, huh? Yeah, he he actually yeah.
1: was awarded by Vladimir Putin a few years ago. in t- he was awarded uh, the Order of Friendship. It's like some something mm. in Russia that you can get. It's like being knighted, I guess, in huh. Russia. Yeah. Um. Because because of Exxon's business dealings mm-hmm. in Russia, mm-hmm. which it. <laughs> Yeah. it's just crazy
0: yeah you know it, it's just been reminding me so I guess this is this is a serious tangent but uh, whatever that's okay um, so I've been playing the Mass Effect games I just finished Mass Effect 3 uh, if all any of you don't know what that is it's a science fiction video game with a pretty great story um, some say it's a, not a very good ending but I thought the ending was okay actually better than I better than I thought it would be based on what everybody was saying but anyway it's not really the point uh in the game uh certain characters certain characters become possessed by the reapers and then they like sort of like it's very hard to tell whether or not they've been possessed but they sort of they start doing things that that help the reapers what are the reapers oh well the reapers are i mean it's not really okay fine the reapers are a uh uh they're a synthetic uh ancient synthetic uh, they're not really a race. They're just like sentient machines, um,
1: like super intelligent,
2: super above, intelligent above humans and, and all other species, and in
0: almost infinite. I think in terms of age, they don't really have ages. They just are, and uh, there are these cycles in uh, um, in terms of organic life. So organic life is created. It reaches a certain point of sophistication, and then the Reapers destroy the organic life so that it can start again. And one of the big mysteries in Mass Effect is why this happens and also how do we stop it from happening for the first time ever. Um, because the idea is like this has been happening for, you know, perhaps uh, an infinite number of years. Like, there's, no, there's no knowing, but very long time anyway. Right. Um, so yeah, that's who the Reapers are. But uh, it's just, I don't know, it's like, it's like Donald Trump is possessed by Russia we the yeah. in this situation. Like, yeah. you know? They're, they're like, like he's, slow. He's like, slowly... Uh, R- Russia's
1: masterminding the, the whole situation. It seems situation. like it,
0: and it seems like he's, like... I mean, this is, I know, con- ridiculous conspiracy theory. I don't actually believe this, <laughs> but it's like he's possessed by Vladimir, you know, Putin. And yeah. he's, uh... I, I, I don't know. It's just so weird. It's just so weird. Yeah. Everything that's happening, it's, like... It just feels... Like, he's not looking out for the United States at all, or, or something. I don't know what. It's just bizarre. It's like he's a Russian spy who became president, or something. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't believe any of this, again, it's ridiculous,
1: but or, it's I just mean, weird. Maybe, this is another conspiracy theory, but Donald Trump just wanted to be president so that he could be pro-Russia, so that once he's an ex-president, Russia can be pro-him <laughs> in terms of business dealings. <laughs> Like Who maybe knows? he sees that as yeah. the next big, yeah. big market to capitalize on.
0: Uh, that's certainly uh, more <laughs> believable.
1: Or yeah. maybe Donald Trump is a, a an ancient synthetic. <laughs> no, actually, he'd be the opposite in, in this analogy.
0: No, yeah, yeah. Russia would be the ancient synthetic yeah. force. Right. Yeah,
1: Vladimir Putin is an ancient <laughs> robot. <laughs> yeah,
0: I believe that. Yeah. What else is going on? Any other anything else to report in your life, or in the news, or in your
1: mind? Um, uh, been following basketball as always, obviously. Yep. 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 Um, did Rick. you see the video? The uh, oh yes, you did see that. Yeah. The, what is it? What is it, um, what is it called? Black oh, Rick, uh, Rick, Rick rolling. Yeah. Rick. But, yeah. Cavs. Yeah. Rolling, so it, or... it was the, the Cavaliers had in like eighties. Night, I guess. It's uh, I, I don't know
0: the the, the story, so... Yeah, they of, 80s basic,
1: site? it was like a like they were wearing retro jerseys. It was just like an eighties night. So, so they before they decided to make this video,
0: or uh, was it for well, the, the video? The,
1: yeah, the video was part of it. Part of it.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. So there, there was this video. Well you you know the story about it better than I do because i don't I don't even know what that oh yeah
0: is. I, don't, I don't know how that's possible, yeah, so i mean I'm assuming that everybody listening to this podcast knows what Rick <laughs> Rowling is unlike matt uh but if you don't it's this music video by this guy uh like what's his... I don't even remember his name Rick astley mm-hmm is that that's his right. name yeah, okay Rick Astley <clears throat> just this you know kind of one hit wonder from the eighties. Uh, but on internet forums, it became a big, like an enormous, huge meme to uh, like post a link to something that was supposedly about the topic at hand, but actually it was a, a link to that music video that became known as, as Rick Rowling. Um, and so that that's, that's what this was a take on. And it's really funny. It's funny even if you don't know that context. It's just a funny video. Yeah.
1: So all, all the Cavaliers players dressed up as... 80s, like, I don't with, know, like Rick, Rick Astley's. And, yeah.
0: Or something. Because they're all singing that song. Yeah,
1: and they're, they're all dancing. It's, yeah, it's pretty yeah. hilarious. It's really good.
0: Yeah. J.R. Smith looks really good. Yeah. Like, he looks like he could actually rock that outfit. Yeah. <laughs> in his day-to-day life. LeBron James does not look good. That's okay. No? He's you not, don't think so? He's, I, I, well, he I thought he r- had the silliest look of
1: all. He does look kind of ridiculous, but I think it's Maybe intentional. Oh no, that's definitely
0: intentional. But he does look ridiculous. J.R. Smith looks like good. He looks sharp.
1: LeBron's a pretty good dancer, though. Yeah. Yeah. G- a good '80s dancer. Yeah,
0: he is. <laughs> LeBron's a f- super funny guy. Yeah, he is.
1: Yeah. At least he can be. Yeah. Can't wait to see him in Space Jam too. Are they actually making that? Uh, I don't. I don't think it's been officially declared. Yeah, that but there doesn't have been sound re- very good. There have been rumors about it for years. <laughs>
0: really sounds pretty awful. I don't know. I wouldn't watch Space Jam 1 again, and I really don't think oh, I'd want to classic. watch Space Jam 2. Eh, I do not classic for me, in my life.
1: Well, it's like Rickrolling for me. <laughs> it's you're like Rickrolling for you're you? You're just missing out on a phenomenon, cultural phenomenon. I have
0: seen it, but I don't know. It's, it's alright, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't watch it again.
1: Classic.
2: Yeah,
0: fair enough. Alright, well, what's going on in basketball, in terms of
1: well, there, stats there have and been stuff? There have been a lot of interesting things happening. I mean, we're, we're like quarter of the way through the season. Um, there, I, I saw a uh, picture yesterday, which had five different things that have happened at the beginning of the, this NBA season, and it like prompted you to choose which one was the most impressive. So I'm going to do that for you. This okay. Is a, this is a segment we're doing. Okay. Okay. right. <laughs> I'm into it. All right so there are five different feats that you have to vote on okay uh from
0: one one to five or just the best one uh, you can,
1: you could just say the best one okay we'll just do the best one all right uh so russell westbrook getting seven straight triple doubles which is the i want to say the third most yeah, I think, in I think, nba history I think
0: that's gonna be my number one but
1: you don't, I don't think i think so oh well we'll see yeah we'll see um pretty impressive Kevin Love getting thirty-four points in the first quarter, which is the second most points scored in a second most points scored in a quarter ever. Mm. Uh, well, Chris Paul just like two or three nights ago, he had twenty points, twenty assists, and zero turnovers, which has been done exactly zero times in NBA history.
0: Wow! Wait, scoring twenty points or scoring, scoring. twenty or more points.
1: Uh, 20, 20 or more points, twenty, 20 or more, more assists, okay, okay, and zero okay. turnovers. Okay. First time in history. Wow. Yeah. Um, Steph Curry broke the record for three point three pointers scored in a game with thirteen.
0: Right, I remember that. Yeah.
1: And the last one is Clay Thompson scoring the most points in under thirty minutes ever. Yeah. Ha- having sixty points in just twenty nine minutes. That 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 one's, that one's really good. All right, read me the first one again. Uh Westbrook triple doubles, Kevin Love points in a quarter. Wait, no, no, no more triple doubles. Seven of them, right? Yeah, seven, seven triple doubles straight.
0: I I gotta go with Clay Thompson. Actually, that's probably the most impressive for me.
1: Yeah, I I would probably agree with that. What what would be your second one? Um. Uh
0: probably Russell Westbrook just cuz he sustained that over the course of seven straight games maybe but then love would be up there too i don't know i would actually they're say all chris, very impressive. chris
1: paul would be my number 2 really having 20 assists eh. in zero turnovers is crazy
0: yeah as they're it's, all they're
1: all crazy i mean i i looked it up to see like what the next closest was like near that stat getting 20 points 20 assists and zero turnovers um, John Stockton who is the leading assister of all time uh he he got 20 points and 20 assists of several times but he only did it with one turnover twice mm-hmm. so but zero turnovers yeah I mean
0: it's it is really really great yeah guy's a good passer
1: he is <laughs> they, they call him the point God
0: yeah I've heard that yeah.
1: <laughs> also, about Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. If you look up the like the best seasons statistically ever, like mm-hmm. like we were talking about in the last podcast, uh like the most efficient seasons if you boil everything together, Chris Paul has like 5 of the top 30 best seasons ever. Wow, and really? We don't really think about No. I mean, I, I, I never I, think about I I think Chris Paul. Paul's great, but well, he, yeah. he he doesn't get that much respect. Nah, and like, not
0: compared to a lot of other players. He just yeah. doesn't get talked about. I he, mean he's, he's just, respected, I think, but he's not, yeah, he's respected. Yeah. But
1: he's just so consistently like the thir- third to fifth best player mm-hmm. that he he's, hmm. he's just kinda snuck in. Yeah. As one of the best players ever.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Gotta watch Chris Paul a little bit more. Yeah. Don't know much about that guy.
1: Yeah, he he's fun to watch. He, yeah. He's just so smart. He he just always oh another one. This might actually be the craziest Chris Ball stat. Okay, the best. So there's a stat offensive rating, which is um, the number of points that are scored when you're on the floor over over the course of a hundred possessions. So like over over a hundred possessions. How good your team is on offense. Chris Paul is the highest offensive rating in NBA history.
0: Really? Wow, wow, that's yeah. pretty amazing.
2: Yeah, it's would not expected. Pretty... I'd
0: expect like LeBron or somebody.
2: Yeah, or it's... Michael or well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hmm,
1: that is that is crazy. Just shows you how yeah. like being a playmaker. You know, I'd just say just Tim Duncan right too. would be. Tim Duncan is, I think, a top five defensive rating player mm, of all mm-hmm. time.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Hmm.
0: chris paul
1: yeah um espn just they've been doing this thing called nba rank where they just rank the best players ever um but they they started at in the hundreds i don't know like a month ago or so and today was the last day so they ranked the number one best player of all time which obviously they did michael jordan yeah but so i was looking at the top 10 uh Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was number two, LeBron was number three. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's best players ever.
0: Not surprising. I mean, I think really he's number two. Debatable. Maybe. I, it's, so yeah, it's always debatable. But that's, I think that's, I think that makes more sense.
1: Kareem's the leading scorer of all time. That's
0: not. I mean, that's not and, even LeBron's. And like, the most biggest.
1: MVPs. Ball time.
0: Well, time i don't really care about that that depends on a lot of other factors and lebron isn't just a scorer either not to say that kareem was just a scorer but uh i don't know lebron's known for doing all sorts of things yeah that's sort of why he's considered to be so good yeah he's, so he's dominant it's in not really, basically uh, everything
2: yeah, yeah.
1: broadcaster Brian Scalbrini when he does the set like the best player of the game he says you you're watching Scal's Miller time what are you listening yeah. to
0: nice yeah
1: yeah robbery but it's okay it's
0: not robbery it's a uh, artistic
1: yeah uh, license or no it's m- a mimicry i don't
0: know i don't know inspiration <laughs> yeah yeah artistic inspiration yeah Anyway, what are you listening to?
1: Well, I actually did as you suggested I do, and I downloaded Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid Mad City. Oh yeah, you did? Yeah. Yeah. And I listened to it today a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could definitely debate whether Kanye has had better albums or not. I know you think Kendrick's is better than any I Kanye album. That. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty damn good. Extremely good. I, the the song that I knew the most going into it was Poetic Justice and listening to the album through again I still think it's my favorite song.
0: Really? That's not even that doesn't even rate really for me. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I actually I mean, I don't know. It depends on it is definitely debatable. I don't I think that it's actually maybe not true that Good Kid Medicity is better than late registration. I think in my opinion that's the only Connie album that really compares. Um, But eh, I don't know Because Good Kid Mad City is a way more Focused album It's got a really cohesive narrative It's just It feels really Polished, really strong And just like I don't know, really solid And focused and crafted And registration I mean it is polished and it is very well Crafted and everything, but it doesn't have that single driving force that single narrative that i really think makes good kid mad city like a a really incredible ambitious and like cinematic album like lay registration isn't cinematic not that it has to be but i don't know i just think if you're just comparing them side by side that's something that kanye has ever really been that interested in doing which is fine he makes really good songs but they do kind of feel like songs on a like they're just songs put yeah. together and individual tracks yeah and, and they make a great album um and maybe the songs are even better on the whole than the songs on good kid mad city but for me as an album good kid mad city is a better project because it feels much more like a project
1: yeah it, it feels like you're each individual track is like a chapter of a book exactly yeah which i think is what it's meant to be
0: yeah, it's, I mean, that is so cool, I think. And he he, he improves on that in To Pimp a Butterfly. Hmm. That is really, they're all um, connected by this this sort of, like, spoken word poem that he, so in To Butterfly, like, it's, I don't know how many lines it is long, but he will, like, say, like, the first line of the poem, and then that goes into a song about that the general theme of that first line huh. and then the and then he'll repeat that first line and add the second line and then another song will be about that second line wow that's and very cool it's extremely cool the way it's done is just it's phenomenal yeah. it's like really flawless i gotta
1: listen to that next
0: i don't think you'd actually like it as an album as much but i could be wrong um i, I could totally be wrong maybe you'd like it even more but it's different um good kid mad city is much more like an accessible hip-hop album yeah it is a very accessible hip-hop album i think um pimp butterfly is a little bit less so but uh it's really cool i think you should definitely listen to it i don't know if you'd like it as much yeah, but no I, I will think, i think it's worth listening to even if you don't end up loving it i think you can still appreciate it because it is almost like objectively like great oh i mean as much as music can be even if you don't yeah. like it i just feel like it it's so obvious that it's an incredible thing that mm-hmm. he did you know yeah. yeah
1: yeah no i i definitely will l- listen to, to pimp butterfly um This is kind of part of a a mission I have to get more back into music. Really since I went home last and forgot my earbuds, I've been listening to music less just because it's so much (laughs) easier to listen to earbuds than like big bulky headphones. Yeah. Um, But I I also might be getting speakers for my car for Christmas. Really? Oh, cool. Nice speakers. Nice. My speakers aren't bad right now, but it's not like I don't really wanna to listen to them mm-hmm. like they're just okay they're yeah. fine yeah um but if I had nice speakers i would i think i would, it would really help me be more into music again, but there's there's just so much out there, and i've I'm just sick of listening to the same old stuff
0: hmm yeah you gotta you gotta well you gotta explore basically yeah yeah
1: i I do use the discover weekly a lot mm-hmm. that's in, that's in pretty good
0: that's that can be really great yeah. very useful. I found some really good artists through that.
1: The, the thing, the next step I have to do, though, is to listen to the Discover Weekly. And then if there's a song you like, listen to other songs by that artist. Yeah, you need to go I to the album just, that it's on and download that whole album. I can just there, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what you need to do. Um, or at least look it up. Look up the, the artist and the album. I think um, everybody works differently, but I think that finding a some sort of music site online that you like to go to and that mm-hmm. you generally agree with, um, that can be really great because then you can be like, oh, this is an interesting musician. Look him up. Not necessarily, don't necessarily just like subscribe to all the viewpoints that you read. I know you wouldn't do that, but uh, it can be a really good way of f- figuring out maybe like which album to start with or right. how to approach an artist, like what they're doing. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It can help. It,
1: there's just so much out there just to sort through. All Definitely. Of it. Oh, absolutely. Find yeah. the highlights.
0: Yeah. Yep. Cool. That's great. That that's a great album. I, I really like that album.
1: Oh, what what sites would you recommend?
0: Um. Uh, really, it really depends on what you're looking for. Uh, the site that I go on to most often is actually a user-generated site. Like all the content is user-generated content. It's called SputnikMusic.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a pretty good good website uh, but that's just for the music that I listen to um, and I, I appreciate the fact that it's the scores are an aggregate of all the rev- everybody on the site pretty much who's rated that album yeah um, I think uh, it's,
1: it's not critic reviewed so. well it no it's not um, but amateur critics
0: amateur critics yeah and some of those amateur critics are actually really great um, if a, a user does enough reviews and the reviews are of a really high quality, they can eventually become staff. Um, I don't think they're paid, but they, they become yeah. staff. So in that sense, there is a staff, but it's still just people who started writing reviews and are really, really good at it. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of bad reviews too, but uh, there's a pretty pretty good uh, system for making sure that the, the better reviews are the reviews that you read and also... People give a lot of criticism in uh, the comment section, or just feedback at least about a review. So um, uh, people are pretty critical of like the writing quality. So it's mm. not like a trash, you know. I mean, yeah. it, sometimes it is, but that stuff's like down downvoted, and you know, mm. I don't mean to say trash. It's pretty harsh, but you know, very poorly <laughs> worded, very poorly written yeah. reviews. For the most part, it's actually pretty good. Um, yeah. So I guess that's the site I
1: would. But it's better for specific genres
0: yes it is definitely better for it's it's pretty good for hip-hop i think um it's pretty good for any uh highly known artist i would say it's really good for metal and it's mm. pretty it's actually not that great for electronic music but there's a certain subset of the users that are really into electronic music and like deep stuff, like like know their stuff. Yeah. So I like to go on for, for basically to look at their lists and, and whatever. Uh, but metal it's really good for. And there are certain genres that it's definitely a better music site for than others, just because the users tend to gravitate towards certain genres for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking for hip hop specific stuff, I don't really know. I have never really found a great website for that. There's There's one YouTube channel that's OK. Uh, dead end hip, dead end hip hop. They do like 20 minute reviews sometimes, and it's like four guys, four. I think it's four guys. Yeah, four guys giving their opinions about an album, and they all have different tastes. And they always focus on one album in each, each uh, um, movie, not movie, each video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So no, that's I guess for hip hop, that's decent. It's not the best. Uh, there's always the needle drop. The needle drop. The needle drop is an is probably he's it's one guy named Anthony Fantano. He's he's the most famous music reviewer on YouTube. Definitely, probably one of the most famous music reviewers on the internet right now when it comes to uh, hip hop, indie. He, he reviews a variety of genres, mm-hmm. pop stuff sometimes. Uh, he's pretty pretty good. Uh, he's got a pretty o- odd sense of humor um, that you may or may not like, <laughs> but. He, I I don't agree with him the majority of the time, but he puts a lot of effort into his reviews, and they're really high quality, like, just, like, the video quality is, is good. Yeah. Like, the way that he makes the videos is right. pretty good. So he's been doing it forever. He's got a really big following. I
1: wonder how much it's he good. gets paid.
0: I think he probably makes a good amount of money. Yeah. It, For p-
1: promotions, or, like, ads on his videos. Yeah, uh,
0: I don't know exactly. I mean, he's not huge. He's not, like, one of the big biggest names on YouTube or anything, but in terms of music reviews, I think he's pretty big. Yeah. He's one of the bigger ones. Um,
1: Solid yeah. supplemental income probably.
0: Definitely. I think it is his job.
1: Mm. That's It is what he awesome. does. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure. That's true.
1: Maybe we should have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Which is just this, but you can watch <laughs> us do it. <laughs> That'd be cool. You can see all of our hand motions as we're talking. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, I would be into doing reviews of stuff. I think I would really like that. Um, I don't know what I'd want to do reviews of. Just, like, I mean, things I encounter in my life.
2: I don't know. You mean besides kinda music? music?
0: Well, music, definitely. But it could be... And any media? could be any medium. But it would just be music, for the most part, because that's what I consume the most of.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it might be best to stick to one thing. You could always do you could definitely do music and just do your own like twist on that like focus on certain certain albums and genres and yeah. and uh f- sort of philosophical topics and in, in ter- like regarding music and that would, that could be really interesting like Anthony Fantano only does popular or uh not popular uh only does like current albums like the albums that have just been released yeah like an album comes out he'll review it and he, he doesn't Get a lot of albums. I mean, he gets a lot, but there are obviously a lot of albums being released all the time. and yeah. He's trying to cover multiple genres, so mm. uh, there's definitely a lot of room for other music reviewers. Yeah. 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 Could be cool.
1: I used to have a music review site. Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Which I it didn't last very long, um, but it, it would have been fun if I could if I could have kept that up. The problem was I was trying to find other people to do it with me. Where it would kind of become like this crowdsource thing kind of where like I, I didn't have the burden of all of the content. Like it right. just kind of sustained right. itself. Like Sputnik kind of. Yeah, yeah, pretty basically. much. But yeah. like a smaller scale where I, I guess I had more control over <laughs> <laughs> over who was reviewing. Okay. Just, like people whose uh <laughs> views on music I respected. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Not just anyone. Right. But, like want people like a music like, site basically didn't want people reviewing like EDM and saying like oh this is the best music to do Molly too."
0: yeah no that's I understand that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not what you're looking for
1: but go ahead check it out it's Drummer's Paradise yep on WordPress yeah on
0: WordPress <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah the free version did not pay I,
0: a, I had a pretty cool logo though hey wow. only suckers pay for websites <laughs> makes you smart that's right Hey, I would uh, you know, I don't know. I would do I would do that in YouTube form.
1: In uh, the form of videos. I don't know if I could do that anymore. No. I'm I, I listen to music less. You're out than of the I game.
0: Out of the music game. Kind know.
1: Well. Uh, to, to it the point where you would require commitment. I can, and I interest. can't. So. Well, it it mainly stems from the fact that I tried it already. I mean, it would be different than It'd doing different. it on YouTube. Yeah. But just taking the time to sit down and listen to an album all the way through and remember you, you either have to remember really well what you just listened to or take notes and i was taking notes when i was doing blog posts about like different albums that just came out or tracks whatever uh, it just felt like work yeah it, it was it was a lot of work i mean hmm. just just I mean, to sit down and listen to an album that takes an hour out of your day now, yeah, I, I was a college student so. at the time, and I really didn't have the time t- right. to do it.
0: I do that anyway, though. I listen to so much music, so it wouldn't be for me. It would just be like it would be fun, honestly. I mean, yeah. it, I I would find that to be fun, but I understand that. Um, I don't know. I should I should consider doing something like that. Well, I don't know. I mean,
1: who knows? You could have your own segment at the end of our podcast. Nah, where, nah. like you you just talk about like an album that you want to review. Give your review? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe that'll become a section.
0: It'd be weird to have a solo section, though. I don't... I don't, yeah. I don't know. Oh, well. We'll if, see.
1: If, if the listener grew accustomed to it, if they knew that that was coming, I think yeah. it would be fine. Yeah. I mean, it'd just be, like, listening to a standard solo podcast.
0: Right. Right.
1: But But you're more into the YouTube idea?
0: I definitely am. Well, I'm more into uh the idea of talking freely about an album in conversation preferably as opposed to writing yeah out thoughts on an album because just talking listening to an album and then talking about it to me that's not work and that's just that's just enjoyment so that doesn't sound that sounds really fun to me but if I had to take copious notes and then write about it that would begin to feel like work definitely yeah um so. could could
1: you just listen to an album and talk about it if it's just you
2: mm,
0: it would be more forced and I actually probably would have to take more notes to have a continuous yeah. stream of thought about yeah. an album it's by really myself. tough in I mean, conversation i think it would be a lot easier if there are two people or three people or four people as in dead end hip hop yeah. uh just who have all listened to the album and are all just going to give their feedback on it, like what they think about it? I think that, w- that would be really cool, and it would just spark conversation as a result. I mean, obviously that's the case for for um, Dead End Hip Hop and other music reviewers like them. So I think I think I think that's a really good format. I, I like the idea of that. And I don't think I even come across that too often as like a, as a way of reviewing, like just just one person just, or no 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 uh, multiple people in oh. conversation. Oh okay. Like on video a casual conversation. I, that's one of the f- only, uh, reviewing sites or, or whatever you want to call it. Teams in the case of the hip hop that I've ever come across that, hmm. that do
1: that. It seems very strange to me because I mean, with podcasts, and I, I think it would translate to reviewing music. I, well, I and find maybe it, it is a thing and I just don't know. I, I, I find it totally so possible. much more, it, it's so much harder to listen to if it's just one person talking. Oh, I agree. Like, yeah i I remember listening to sports radio once because i don't know it was it was just on the radio and it was just one guy who had to sustain like two hours of his show and it was just him talking for two hours straight and it was hard to listen to yeah i think i mentioned this before but it it wasn't even that he was struggling really like he, he was prepared and he had things to say but just not having a back and forth it's really uncomfortable yep it's it's yep. weird so yep. yeah de- definitely having a conversation about it would make it for for me would make it a lot more enjoyable yeah agreed 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 well i think it's time to wrap it up yep. uh, we're at the hour mark so sounds good episode three in the books yeah <laughs> going strong <laughs> gonna keep at it keep yeah. keep them coming uh, follow us on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Listen to us next week with episode four coming up. We have a special surprise for you. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah.
2: Just just got...
1: Surprise to me, too. We got to keep them hooked. Somehow. Yeah. We got to get
0: something. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Take care. See you next week. All right, thanks for listening. Bye.